deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. Hello and welcome to the... Is that you son of a... Hello and welcome to the Inept Supervillains Podcast. This is the L joined by Maj. Hey. That's right, it's, it's the original villains. The Boogaloo Bad Boy and the Mad Millennial. Back in it. Old school. <laughs> the, the face Maj's oh, making. Oh, I didn't know you could see my face. I was like, the Boogaloo Bad Man. I'm the Boogaloo Bad Boy. I know, but what is a Boogaloo Bad Boy? I stole it from Grand Pooba. Thank you for oh, calling. Gotcha. Point, point, thank you for pointing out that I'm a biter of brand Nubians. Gotcha. Yeah, you always. My cool points have dropped. You always steal our brand Nubians. You've been missing that since episode three. Yeah. All right. All right. Now I'm changing it, Dan. I'm the Beast of Shangri La. You've never been. I am the Beast of Shangri La. Mm, debatable. Call me the Beast of Paradise. Damn it. Anyway. <laughs> As we were getting ready, to, while we were setting up, the news broke that um, NBA legend, former Laker, uh, 41-year-old Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter accident along with three other people. Yeah. To mention, the news reports say none of him, none of the other members in the plane crash were his wife or children. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah, which is... Well, yeah. well... Well, yeah, yeah, at least a family isn't... <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, it's still... It's, it, yeah. People died, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, and it, it's Kobe. It's like, you know, you never wake up and think Kobe's gonna die, because it's Kobe Bryant. Well, yeah, he's like Kobe Bryant, the hero, the right. legend. Magic um, Johnson's still alive. <laughs> Kobe should still be alive, is all I'm saying. It's like... Dennis Rodman is still alive. Just saying. How the hell is Dennis Rodman outliving motherfuckers? Exactly. You know. Shit. Him and that dude from the Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. Those are two motherfuckers who should have been dead a million times over. Wait, I thought Mick Jagger. Him too. Shit. Yeah, Mick Jagger's a bag of bones. Well, shit. Keith Richards is uh even worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, earlier this week, it, uh, Ozzy... Uh, Osborne uh, came out with Parkinson's. I, yeah, and now she had Parkinson's. Which I out. thought he did. I thought we knew that. I was like, have you seen the man in action? He, yeah, I think I'd now, say. though, it's really setting in. Because he was still touring for a while he had things going on. Yeah, but his tour is like, I, from what I saw, he would just kind of stand there and just bellow out into a microphone. It depends. Yeah. Um, well, I've seen him perform with Black Sabbath and uh, his solo stuff. And sometimes he was more energetic, and sometimes he wasn't. And he really didn't know the words to many of his songs. He was reading them off a teleprompter. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's he's notoriously alcoholic and did a lot of drugs and shit. And now Parkinson's. Yeah, yeah, he partied real hard. Yeah. Uh, but back to Kobe. Yeah, back to Kobe, because we did kind of just take a wild tangent. But yeah, it's, it's just sad, because it's like, you know, it's like... We watched this dude grow up from high school, from 18 years old speak mm-hmm. fluent Italian you know play basketball win a couple championships although he did have his you know whole L rape charge there back in the day yeah um, 
while I, while I was scrolling through Facebook, uh, and as the news was breaking, one person posted the uh, the article on his disturb quote disturbing rape allegations. Yeah, you know. I so mean, we all remember that, <laughs> you know. To yeah, them, we that's we, we all remember that, but we also all remember the the joke that what uh, Chappelle said is like. But uh, you could tell Kobe was going through some stuff because that night he played the hell of a game, but best game of his life. He's feeling like he was out there playing for his freedom. <laughs> and then he also said she probably would have got away with it had she not showed up with. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We're not gonna even go there. Yeah, that's all. We're just gonna say she would have got away with it. Remember how during the process there was more than one DNA source from her. She had multiple semen inside of her. Yeah, that that doesn't Kobe's, mean anything. Maybe other people's that she didn't mention during. That doesn't. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. No? Okay. Uh, yeah, but not the uh, allegation and well, the the allegation was yeah, it was consensual until he wanted to do something that wasn't. Oh, okay. So and, and yeah, but. He's still somebody people grew up with. And, yeah, he still was never convicted. It was just the one allegation. So it gives people the uh, who want, who needs it, the benefit of the doubt. I, I never liked him, but that's not the point. <laughs> but he's somebody that was part of you growing up, you watched basketball, and there he was. Yeah. He's a cultural figure. Yeah, and again, he's not on the on the Bill Cosby level. Where it's- yeah, yeah, that's that's what I was saying. The benefit of the doubt thing. You're like, oh, okay, something happened. Yada yada yada. Yeah, that was, but settled that accord. Yada yada yada. Exactly. And again, it's it's Kobe fucking Bryant. He's- yeah, but it's akin to waking up to. In the nineties, seeing find out that Biggie died is just like nah, that that don't happen. You're supposed to no. grow old and retire and get like a whole. You're supposed to be an old basketball yeah. player. You're supposed to retire with your kids and family years. That that's another thing about our culture. We view celebrities as these immortal figures that we think are always going to be there. Yeah, but also in this day and age, a helicopter accident. I mean, they I know they're frequent, but you would think that we've gotten to the point where they shouldn't be happening as much hey i i i, I don't understand aviation i don't either uh boeing is in trouble for two planes going down that they knew were faulty true and then there was that travis i forget from blink 182 his helicopter went down and then Elias plane went down and the thing is flying is still safer than automobiles there's more Automobile people die in automobile accidents every day. Last thing has any like yeah I was gonna say have any like so, like rock star celebrities died in car crashes and yes there there have been there have been quite a few yeah probably yeah, there have been okay but last thing rest in peace Kobe <clears throat> that's uh fucked up fucked up way to start my Sunday morning. Uh, my condolences to the Bryant family. Yeah, uh, and anyone who's ever really because I know so I know one of my guys who. Uh, when Kobe scored 81 points, came to school the next day dancing. So I know he's probably. Yeah, I know someone who's she called him her husband. And you can not say anything bad about Kobe without her yeah. getting mad. 
Yeah, yeah we all have our problematic faves. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Just uh, cutting in to say, as we said, we were talking about this as the story was breaking. Um, uh, as of Monday evening, CBS News posted a pretty good article uh, about all the victims of the accident, all nine victims of the accident, not the uh, original three that we were uh, first told. Um, the victims were 41-year-old Kobe Bryant, his 13-year-old daughter Gianna Bryant, um, John Altabelli, who was the head baseball coach at Orange Coast College in Costa Mesa. His wife, Carrie, and their daughter, Alicia, were also on board. Uh, Christina Mauser, a basketball coach at Harbor Day School in Newport Beach, where Kobe's daughter attended school. Sarah Chester and her middle school-aged daughter, Peyton, were on board. Peyton was a teammate of uh, Kobe's daughter, Gianna, and the helicopter pilot, Ara Zobayan. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty sad story. Tragic, really. Um, I would like to say a special sh- fuck you to TMZ for breaking the story before the families were notified. Uh, fuck the rest of the media for running with the story before families were notified. Oh, it, sh- our media, our society needs a serious social upgrade. But now back to the show. Uh, speaking of problematic faves, let's talk about politics. Oh, wondrous. <laughs> yes. All right. So this week has been an interesting week for, uh, for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, what happened? I actually have not been following this as closely as... Uh, a couple of things happened. It started out... Um, with Elizabeth Warren or her camp or somebody you know put out this leaked this information that Bernie allegedly said that a woman can't be president I, I heard about this bullshit so you go ahead finish that I, I, I add my sense well that, that was it. it it got into did he say it or didn't he say it or did he say that a woman can't beat Trump or will have a hard time beating Trump given given Trump's bullying and playing into the misogynistic culture of America, which isn't wrong. Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a fair assessment being what he did to Hillary Clinton. But I also really think this is some of the stupidest shit because it could easily just be like, Bernie could easily be like, nah, I didn't say that. What I meant was it'll be a tough time for you. I definitely think you could win. It'll just be a tough time. Well, he said, um, no, that's a, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. He didn't. He didn't offer exactly. any other that's explanation. Or that's what I, and yeah. and to some people that's viewed poorly because he's kind of telling her, calling her a liar, and they're trying to equate this to Me Too and all the other uh, uh women's movements. And some people are just like, no, nah, he just said no. Nah, he didn't say it, and he called her a liar. But yeah, he can do that if it's not true. Yeah. But I also think he should have, you know, just squashed it, you know, because he easily could have put that to bed because now you brought up this whole that's what he was trying to do but the media kept pushing it and Warren Camp pushed yeah. it what I meant is it even popped up in a debate yeah, it did. 
What I meant was he could have been like, nah, I didn't say it. And what I meant, what, even if, like, I don't know, because did he say something towards the lines of that, or did it just not happen at all? Only people in that room at the time were Warren and Sanders. Only they can tell you. Ah, well, then fuck them. <laughs> I thought this was like actual like transcripted on somewhere, but if it's just like nope. he say she say, oh nope. then fuck that, that shit noise. Yeah, that's just political bullshit ass noise. But it seems to have hurt Warren more than Bernie. How? I thought that would hurt Bernie more. Well, he just said no. I didn't say that. Oh. He also has it on record saying, well, he was encouraging Warren to run back in 2016. Oh, well, there you go. He so it, it's not like he's saying a woman can't be president. He might have said something to the line that a woman can't be Trump, given America's sexism, yeah, which is very valid. But, but saying that will also kind of hurt him because America's sexist. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it seems to have hurt Warren because then they didn't know how to spin it. You know, and then they tried to push it. Oh, he's calling us a liar. And and he just said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't want to talk about it any longer. Yeah. So that kind of hurt their relations. Yeah, which is, which is stupid. Because now it's like, I don't need y'all to fight against each other. Because I need this orange motherfucker taken down. Because, I mean, God damn. Really? Really, people? Y'all- well, that's what a lot of people are saying. But... I often ask the question, do we just need him out of office or do we need more? Uh, I mean, I would love to take back over the Senate, but, you know, that's. I'm saying, do we need tax reform? Oh, do we need foreign relations reform? Of course, I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to go. I can't. (laughs) I, I know we joke about this, but I mean, legitimately. I just wanted to raise my son, smoke my weed, have relations, and work on myself spiritually, mentally, and also get a PS5. So I really don't want to do that. So I really want someone in there who can make sure my black ass don't go. Because, yeah. Yeah, so we need all that. Basically, back to, yeah, we need everything. Because at the the current state, it it is not the way we need it to be. Well, the the thing is... And what's probably going to cannibalize Democratic support is uh, Bernie is in the lead now in many of the polls. Okay. Why is that bad? The establishment Democrats don't want him. The establishment media don't want him. Uh, Joe Rogan came out and endorsed Bernie Sanders. And all of a sudden there's a, a article from last year, literally a year ago. Well, a year ago, February. Uh, where Rogan makes a quote joke about being in a black neighborhood and calling it Planet of the Apes or something. Yeah. So, and I'm like, why well, is this news back in the news? Then I find out that he endorsed Bernie, and I'm like, yeah. ah, yeah. and that Bernie accepted and touts the endorsement. <sighs> yeah, which is ridiculous. I mean, I, look, I would have to hear the joke because at the same time, Joe Rogan is a dumbass comedian, so he says a lot of stupid shit. I mean, I really don't take credence to a lot of things he says. I, I do listen to his podcast because I do like 
his I do like his guests. He has a good variety of guests. So I'll... Yeah, my issue with his show is that variety of guests, when they get to pushing bullshit, he won't push yeah, back. Yeah, true, because he like, did have Alex Jones on there, and I'm like, bruh, you're sitting next to, you're sitting next to Alex Jones. And he, I think he had Yana stock in Minneapolis. Yeah. And didn't say anything, so, true. Yeah, he let, he let, he let Jones sit there and say he didn't call, um, shit, what was that? Um, not Columbine, the one with the really little kids. Um, I know what you're talking about, Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, uh, how he was saying that was a false flag and saying that the parents were crisis actors and getting them harassed. And he claimed he never said that. But there's video of him saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And and Rogan didn't push back on that dumb shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Rogan's game. I mean, I can understand why he wouldn't. I mean, you know, to make sure. He's essentially. mm -hmm. I think he's more or less just like. Listen, you just come on and you talk, and I let you talk, and then it also boosts my viewers because everyone comes on the show. Because if he started pushing back, then I don't think like those people would come on the show anymore. Like, yeah, he, he's essentially a talk show host. Yeah, yeah. So you know, when he has guests like you know UFC fighters or um, comedians, I like I'll listen. But when he has like Alex Jones, I'm like, um, yeah, he, he yeah he has a lot of broish ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of bros. <laughs> sure. Joe Biden's still around and Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, yeah, these dudes need to just say, fuck it, we done. We are part of the old generation. Um, Buttigieg is young, but he he's actually gaining a little bit from Warren losing uh, uh followers. I, they're they're dividing up between Buttigieg and uh Sanders. I thought it was is it Buttigieg? Buttigieg, I think. I uh, also, another thing against Sanders this week. Yeah, I know we're coming out very pro. I'm coming out very pro Sanders. Okay, that's that's cool. He is my personal favorite out of all the current candidates. Yeah, I mean that's understandable. Which isn't really saying much for the current candidates, no. but <laughs> another candidate popped back up. Hillary Clinton shows up and says nobody likes Bernie. Mind you, she meant. In politics. Oh, okay. Well, you know, after, you know, going back through the Clinton's history, anything she or her husband says, I really don't care about. Um, and that's just it. She should, she needs to shut the fuck up. Well, I guess since Epstein's dead, uh, <laughs> you go. they could talk. They could say whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anybody next? But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't like. It's just crazy looking back at it how much I was a, a Clinton supporter like throughout the nineties and then early two thousands and then you find out well, more and yeah like, oh, shit no fuck the Clintons it's it's the it we're in the uh, probably the peak of the information age anything yet you said or done is getting out there yeah and you're gonna have to stand and protect that shit yeah. Or disappear and don't let it hurt you. Yeah, and she should do that because uh, I, I really can never forget the super predators because yeah. And, and we we forget her attack on Obama during the two thousand eight election. Yeah. It got raw and racist at times. Yeah. So you know anything she says, I'm just like yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say fuck her to her face because you know they kill people, supposedly, allegedly. But you know. 
I'm, you know, fourth witness. Well, no, she at least will threaten you and make you go away like she did all her, the people that accused her husband of rape. Let's move on. Uh, um, wait, let's rewind that. I didn't know okay. how many. You know, that makes sense. Because I do vaguely remember um, that, was that general, that brown general that we got? Colin yeah, Powell? Yeah, Colin Powell said <laughs> in an interview that uh, Bill's still banging broad, so I can see how that'd be an issue. um yeah yeah uh one thing i don't like about bernie is just his supporters yeah there are some that are just shitty people yeah they're taking credit for kamala harris uh dropping out saying they're memes and and uh challenging her supporters or harassing her supporters is what drove her uh her out and like nah you fuckers giving yourselves too much credit she didn't have a platform she came out as a progressive and reformer and kept walking that shit back because she needed money. Yeah. You ain't getting corporate dollars talking about reform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 or Medicare for all, yeah. you know, making corporations pay taxes. They're not going to give you any money. Yeah. Uh, the system needs to be burned down. Yada, yada, yada. Speaking of burning down the system. Okay. Uh, Fuck it. Block a, Club that's, Chicago. Let's do this shit. I got my, got my <laughs> line in my oil. Wait, damn it. Block Club Chicago reports police assigned to Chicago schools will have access to some student data, that but they will not be allowed to intervene in school discipline, according to a long-awaited agreement outlining school policing. Excuse me. Details are publicly available for the first time on the thirty-three million dollar contract laying out the most sweeping changes to Chicago school police program in over a decade. Break that down for me. So what it sounds like is they'll get access to their data, but like, wait, like their cell phone data? No, um, student records. Oh, but. And even then it's supposed to be by, um, school administrator, um, discretion. Yeah. But depending on how pro-cop, anti that particular kid they may be, who knows? Um, These reforms are part of a larger program that uh, happened after the federal government investigated Chicago after the um, fatal shooting of Laquan McDonald back in 2014. You know, when all the horrible shit CPD came came to light, like the black... uh, site jail where people go and disappear yeah. yeah, and other and like them covering each other asses yeah. over shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so it, uh, it began in 2001 and it gives police access to some student data uh, not all school administrators will allow school police to inspect and copy any public education records maintained by the school the agreement calls for schools to release confidential information about students only if legally permittable and depending on how the release will affect the health and safety of the student. That could be read as in, we're not telling the cops where this kid lives or their schedule because we don't want them retaliating against the kid in some way. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
other uh, aspects of it. Officers will now have an office and police network connecting computers and school terminals to other. All the police will be able to communicate and work with each other. Hmm. Uh, School officers will make reasonable attempts to reach a student's parents before taking any action uh, related to that student on on school grounds when it comes to something illegal. You know what I mean? Yeah. They won't be able to, like, haul off a kid to jail. Yeah. In theory. Okay. That's still... Okay. Well, still. There is now an oversight office, so the police will be policing police (laughs) uh, to make sure they're not, you know, abusing their position. And officers won't be allowed to intervene in school discipline. They can't just go ahead and take a kid to jail or smack them up or... Uh, whatever they want to do, it's up to the school to make sure things are done okay. correctly. Okay, so I, I'm on the fence with this one. I don't think. And and there is supposed to be a training program for schools that for the officers that will be working in schools. In theory, that's a good idea, but police are trained anyway, and but the police culture kind of counters. You know, when you see just when they see themselves at war. Protecting and serving isn't exactly what you do in war. Yeah, oh, that's that's a terrible way to say that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, they see they view it as combat. They're out there risking their lives. I'm like, hmm, cops don't die that much. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't know. The they, 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 they literally don't. I, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't. To, to the point where they're paranoid about dying? Mm-mm. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I mean, I fuck the police, you know, because that's how I treat them. Now, I'm not... Actually, com- I got... I'm not completely... Let me be real. I get... Go ahead. Well, I'm a, <laughs> no, fuck it. No, I got friends with cops, but I still tell them to their face, yo, fuck the police, but make sure you get home safe. But, fuck You know, I want everybody to get home safe, but I also don't want people's civil liberties violated. Yeah, exactly. But... I don't want them to be able to shoot first and ask questions later. Yeah, like that motherfucking Florida incident. Oh, the UPS dude? Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, students don't like this program and have been pushing that the money should go into training school staff and hiring more school staff to better uh, handle the children and keep children engaged and occupied and building the community. Basically... Not anybody but the police. Yeah, anybody. But the police. Because there are stories like a Tennessee cop accused of searching a black man anus on the side of the road is now facing 44 criminal charges. Yeah, I think there was one where the guy, the kid got money from the city because he did it with a screwdriver. Oh, my. I don't know that story, and I don't want to. It was years ago, and I just remember when I was like... This like when I first started realizing shit about the cops, they were like, "Yeah, he kind of really assaulted the boy because he, I think he, they said he used a screwdriver." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's fucked up." There's yeah, the city's awarding him money, and I was like, "Where does that money come from?" They was like, "It comes from your taxpayer dollars." I'm like, "So we just paid a cop to put a screwdriver up a boy's ass?" Well, the the, the police uh, insurance fund will pay it, but the insurance premium will go up. So yeah, we will have to. We essentially pay more for the cops. We would essentially yeah. So yeah, pay more. It eventually will hurt the taxpayer. Yeah. Well, I'm also how the hell did you get on the force when you're doing shit like this? You shouldn't be 
Nah, but back to this officer in Tennessee, Hamilton County Sheriff's Deputy uh, Daniel Wilkie, age 26, was arrested on Tuesday on charges including rape, sexual battery, false imprisonment, extortion, stalking, assault, oppression, reckless driving, and reckless driving. Uh, he also uh, gave a woman a forced baptism. Excuse me? <laughs> Wilkie was indicted on charges of extortion and false imprisonment related to the February arrest of Shanley Riley. She's currently suing Hamilton County, uh, Wilkie, and his partner, Deputy Jacob Goforth, alleging that her civil rights were violated. Riley is mentioned in the uh, Tuesday indictment. Uh, Riley was on her way to visit her child and had just pulled into the driveway when Wilkie initiated a traffic stop, according to the lawsuit filed in October. Wilkie told Riley he pulled her over because he believed she had methamphetamine, ordered her out the car, and allegedly began conducting an invasive body search. He also asked her to take off her bra and shake her bra out and shirt out. God damn you. Holy, holy shit. When he asked her whether she was, had anything illegal in her car, she mentioned she had a, quote, roach in her cigarette pack. We we all know what that means. Yeah. Uh, it was at this point that Wilkie allegedly called her a, quote, piece of shit, according to the lawsuit, and asked her whether she had been, quote, saved by Jesus Christ. Wilkie allegedly told Riley that he felt the spirit compelling him to baptize her and asked her that she go retrieve some towels if she would agree to be baptized he would let her off with a criminal citation for the marijuana according to the lawsuit Wilkie allegedly asked Riley uh Asked that Riley get in her car and follow him to a nearby lake, which Riley felt she couldn't refuse. When Wilkie allegedly stripped down to her un- to his underwear and led Riley into the water so he can baptize her, <laughs> the p- plaintiff was shivering uncontrollably and felt horribly violated. I, Jesus Christ! Like imagine she, like imagine being told like she probably was like. I'm high as hell, but this motherfucker really talking about baptizing me. I must be high. I must be high. This nigga really walking me down. This motherfucker is really about to baptize me. In the name of the Lord. Oh, this. Next, I'm done. Yeah, uh, he also conducted a uh, body cavity search on a black man and did, and has been involved in a bunch of other horrible things. And I don't really want to get into more about that. You? No, nah, I'm good. You know, fuck the police. Uh, speaking of that, the St. Louis chief prosecutor has sued the city, alleging a racist conspiracy meant to force her from office. I can believe it. You know, the shit we Kim Kim Gardner, the first black circuit attorney in St. Louis, has filed a federal lawsuit, uh, civil rights lawsuit that accuses the city, the city's police union, and others of coordin- of a coordinated and racist conspiracy aimed at forcing her out of office. She has been trying to push a lot of reforms in St. Louis, which we know after Ferguson in St. Louis and the uh, death of a lot of activists and a lot of videos of them just whooping the fuck out of people. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Uh, the lawsuit uh, that was filed in the district court of, in Missouri claimed the defendant's ac- accusations violate the Ku Klux Klan Act as well as the 4th and 14th Amendment. The Ku Klux Klan Act was adopted to, quote, to address precisely this scenario, a racially motivated conspiracy to deny the civil rights and racial uh, of racial minorities by obstructing a government official's efforts to ensure equal justice under the law. If you even have to bring that up in a case, I think you yeah. should just be like, you know what? Oh, we're done. We're done here. Like the fact that you yeah. even bring that up and be like, this falls under the Ku Klux Klan neck. As a judge, I'd have been like, say what? In this in this instance, I'm a Southern judge, a black Southern judge who believes in civil rights. So I still have to. I say I say what? Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and then I'm like, did you really do this, son? And they're like, well, she's black, and I'd be like, get the fuck out of my courtroom, a chase. And then you know, I get a movie and shit. But yeah, what the fuck yeah. is going on, man? Uh, Baltimore State's Attorney Marilyn Mosby uh, went and visited her in St. Louis and uh, expressed her support. The day after, she gets home, she gets back to her office and there's a 60-second voicemail filled with hate, hateful rhetoric. Yeah, uh, part of the racist message left to her was, if we know you all were going to be this much of a fucking, uh, much fucking trouble... We would have picked our own cotton. Whoa. <laughs> I think. You know, I think. Okay, you, you, you need to let. You got to finish that. All right. We would have picked our own. my bourbon coffee. Fucking. How do you say it, sir? How do you say that shit out loud? I would have picked. Go ahead. We would have picked our own cat. Nigga, what? Nigga, yeah. Nigga, who? Yeah. You, you racist mother... Speaking of which, in February, Maje and I, and maybe a, one or two other villains, will be doing a, another one of our special reports. If you haven't heard our special report on Gwyneth Paltrow, I suggest you do so. And our one on Candace Owen was really good. And the one where I watched Bird Box was pretty good. But Maje and I will are planning to do one on the Wilmington... Coup of 1897. And that shit is wild. Yeah. Where um, white supremacist basically murked a bunch of black people and took over they a town. Just like, they, they, Killed a bunch of black elective officials. Basically what happened was they woke up and was like, you know what? What if we just get rid of everybody? Fuck it, let's do it. And that's that's pretty much what happened. Oh, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it, but we'll discuss that on the episode. So yes, so be looking forward to the looking for that yeah. in Black History Month. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I think uh, Kamala Harris wanted to be present herself kind of the way uh, Marilyn Mosby and Kim Gardner are uh, as a reformer of of the justice system and challenging any kind of racist uh, unjust laws. And she did do some, but not as much. Yeah. She also had some very troubling parts. Such as? Uh, her Helping her office uh, get rid of 
information that all right there's that one case of uh the coroner that fucked up and being at that coroner fucked up a bunch of cases needed to be retried or thrown out Ooh, yeah but that's not on her though yeah it was on her because she helped bury it ah well you know i would too shit for you man it, it was part of her record <laughs> You think I'm going down for you, motherfucker? Hell no, burn it, that it shit. It was under her watch. Okay, well, burn. She was in charge. Burn those records. Call the fucking day. Wrap this shit up. <laughs> Ass. I am. I am. That's why I can't go to politics and be a uh, police officer. Because one, I would definitely, definitely be going into the uh, evidence locker and uh, stealing all the everything. One more racial story. Duh. In Mont Bellevue, Texas, on Martin Luther King Day, a district that touts its excellence found itself embroiled in controversy about race, discrimination, and dreadlocks. Hmm. KHOU 11 reports uh, on a young man by the name of DeAndre. Oh, God, I lost his last name. Give me a minute. I suck. Yeah. My notes is all janky. Yeah, it's understandable. Uh, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Arnold was uh, they, they, he was told he couldn't walk across the stage with his dreadlocks huh. for graduation. Huh. Uh, they say it's part of the school dress code, not anything racially motivated. Hmm. Huh. That kids aren't supposed to have long hair, huh. and it's been that way for over thirty years. Huh. Uh, and yeah, so now the the fight is going on to see if, uh, young DeAndre can walk across the stage. Hmm. This is the stupidest shit I heard all day. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard it. I've heard the story about it, but it, it's just, it, I don't understand people who do this shit. This is the same argument that we've had before where it's like, you're doing things to kids that, it, like, from 30 years ago, where it, it, it we're in a different time now. Like, if I were an adult, I'd be like, since 30 years ago, we couldn't have long hair. Well, 30 years ago, you could marry a, a 17-year-old at age 30 and no one bad goddamn eye. So, why the fuck are we still doing this? It should be just written out. It should be like, it, this This doesn't matter. This is stupid. Because, this is stupid. It's, it's Texas. Ah, that, that's, that explains a lot. Never mind. I'm a track my statement. Shall we take it to a trip to Florida? I mean, those are two I places I, that I would expect some shit like this to happen. So, yeah, I guess we can go to Florida next, too. What happened in Florida? A Florida man was caught on camera relieving himself in front of a stranger's home. Dropping a deuce? Nope. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, not bad. I'm continue. North, <laughs> North Lauderdale resident Wilton Thomas said he came home from work on Sunday, Saturday uh, he discovered a shirt and turd in his driveway. Yeah. He said he was shocked when he viewed his, uh, his security camera video and found out how it came to be there. On the video, a man in a green Kia Soul uh, can be seen pulling into the driveway and opening the driver's side door. He then took off his shirt, squat, leaving it in a, uh, yeah. <laughs> also, a Florida man uh, was arrested for hanging from a traffic light 
and pooping on cars. I mean, I would too. While, you do what you while do. high on meth. Oh well, that that that. I wouldn't arrest him. You know. <laughs> And I, I just be like, listen, man, I know you were not in your right goddamn mind, but I should arrest you. But that was fucking amazing. That shit was hilarious. You'll never see that ever again in life. You'll never see a grown man hanging upside down from a, a street. Well, he's light. hanging upside down. He never mind. I don't want to get into well, that. Well, he was doing a trapeze and dropping deuces on everybody as they walked by like a bird. That's been one of my <laughs> been one of my dreams. Mm, always, like a bird, I've always wanted to shit on niggas. Always wanted to shit on niggas. Uh, we really don't need to hear about your scat fantasies. WSPA Yo. reports: A deputy in Georgia County was forced to use a taser on his own canine <laughs> on Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, I, yeah. Ac- according to the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office, a de- a deputy responded to the scene of a reported burglary around 4 p.m. A cow near the scene distracted the dog, which led to the dog biting the cow. To de-escalate the situation, the deputy tased the cow. Okay. I mean the dog. He tased the dog. Yeah, okay. This seems like a normal story. The cow was spooked and struck the deputy and the property owner. Resulting in minor injuries. Okay. Sounds like so, a fantastic story. Fun was had all around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the cow kicked the deputy and the property owner. Yeah. <laughs> the sheriff's office said that the burglary call provi- proved to be unfounded. So all this was for nothing. Yeah. Like an old day in Florida. Uh, that's Georgia, actually. Same goddamn place. In other weird animal news... An Indian man has died after a tussle with his own cock. Ah, I've, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes yeah, sometimes they fight back. Sometimes. Oh, I meant his rooster, not his oh, dick. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, sometimes they fight back. You know, sometimes you. you, you Sarah Polly. You're beating your dick and. Shut up. Sarah Polly. And then they grab some knife. Van... And now you, your dick's got a knife in your throat and you're just wondering. Dude, I'm trying to say this man's last name that got like 20 letters. You're not going to say it right, so let me talk about my dick and knife. So, All right. Uh, Sarah Polly Raul, age 50, was hit in the neck with a blade tied to the rooster's claw. Oh, so this motherfucker was uh, cockfight. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was on A Thousand Ways to Die. I used to watch it so very vigorously before I smoked weed. Uh, and now I- yeah, on uh, uh, January 15th, a police spokesman told CNN the father of three was taken to the hospital <laughs> where he later died from a stroke. Why does finding out that he was a parent? No, it was just the fact that it was like, wait, what? You have kids. Yeah. Why are you cockfighting? You have kids. Uh, cockfighting has been illegal in India since 1960. However, animal fighting continues to be a problem in the country. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to say it. That's right, babe. Uh, baby. If you cheat an animal, cheat an animal how to fight, don't be mad when you kick your ass. Yeah, but also, why... Why are they putting blades on? I the mean, night, I know on, why. Because you know that's just cheating. I think. No, I mean that's a, that's a good cockfight. Good blood. Good blood sport. Good blood. Good blood. But anywho, you know, um, you know. But why would you 
do that at the house. The house is for training. You're supposed to put like a fake blade or like a weighted blade on it. And then when he gets to the game, you put the real blade on. Watch that motherfucker get the Wolverine that some bitch. Block Club Chicago reports weed was stolen from a amnesty box at Midway Airport, apparently by a traveler who reached in and grabbed it and left the airport. Yeah, and that's the funniest thing I've heard all day because we knew that shit was gonna happen. Why the fuck would you even leave that shit out there? You know how hard recreational weed is to get these goddamn days. You know what? I thought it'd be like a mailbox where you can't reach your arm in and grab shit. No. No, this is a CP. So they just had a regular box where you could just reach in and grab it. They probably got like one of their old what's the name cases, like uh, a, a paper shredder, and was like, "Well, this will do," and then just put it there and didn't even think about it. Yeah, the large blue boxes are meant to be a safe spot for travelers uh, can permanently give up their weed or other drugs before boarding a flight. But what are you? What are you gonna do with it? Like, what, do they just keep it and just dispose of it? I, I, I don't know. You might what as well put a bucket out, like leave your weed, grab some weed. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, why don't we just do that? Just you know. Hannibal Burris calls the boxes a waste of metal, and another person calls them the TSA tip jar. Yeah. <laughs> well, how would you do that? Why don't you just stupid? Well, I mean, it's cool that you know it's a way for you not to get arrested. But also, if you're going to do that, you got to make sure what you throw in there is secure. But also, why are you secure? Just be like, there should just be a line of people waiting outside that area. Like, it's your turn to reach into the bucket of magic weed and grab a pies. Here's a dollar. Grab some weed. Where's a lot of tax dollars that way? A Canadian teen's bizarre call to the police on a Tuesday <clears throat> to report that the fake ID he'd ordered Online never arrived as authorities stepping up efforts to warn of potential identity theft scams. Well, that's fun. Yeah, he, he reported that his fake ID never arrived. Well, you know, that's, that's just stupid. Yeah, that's dumb. Come on, Canadian kid. You get the uh, uh, shout out to a real one. Awesome. The Annette is Villain it, of the Week Award. Isn't Canada, can't you drink at 18? We know that teenagers want to be older so they can drive, he said. When they're 19, they get into bars and purchase alcohol, or they're 21 and to go into the United States. So he probably wasn't 19. Uh, That was a police officer whose name I'm not going to shout out because, you know, we talked enough about that story. Fuck the police. Wait, sorry, no. Fuck the Mounties. You know, the Mounties can fuck you up. Yeah, fuck them. Moose riding motherfuckers. <laughs> I have a... I actually have an actual car. Catch me, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, the Mounties are the equivalent of the FBI. I would... I would drop my statement. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have you heard about the latest uh, internet challenge? Yeah, which one? The outlet challenge. Do you stick something into an outlet? Now... Full disclosure, I haven't read this article. I just saw a picture and I have an assumption of what it's about. Okay. So, we're all going to explore it together. Like you. Okay. Fox News reports, fire investigators in Massachusetts 
are hoping to help pull the plug on a new viral challenge that may be redefining the word stupid. <laughs> it's called the outlet challenge. Participant insert the plug part of a phone charger cord into the part only part of the way in. Then, oh God, that's stupid. Yeah, continue. Then they tried to produce a spark by touching a penny to the exposed prongs. Stupid. Real fucking stupid. Holy shit, that's dumb. The challenge has been linked to scorching out outlets in uh, Holden and Plymouth, Massachusetts, as well as a fire that started at the West Ford Academy. In Boston. Holy shit, this is dumb. <laughs> this is stupid as shit. Okay, we just go back to kids eating Tide Pods. It was a simpler time. Yeah. Not a uh, once the school superintendent blasted the stunt as a quote irresponsible act, to say the least. Holy fuck, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh, okay, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Because we've said some dumb shit on this show. Bless you. <laughs> uh no, no, no. Got a couple of more stories before we wrap this up. Okay. Uh let's switch I got a couple here to uh choose from. Vultures <laughs> overrun a Texas <laughs> Vultures overrun a Texas radio tower, causing communication headaches for border patrol agents. Good for them. Those vultures rock. I love the Hill reports the federal officials are uh, working to address a committee of vultures. A group of vultures are called a committee that has taken over a Customs and Border Patrol radio tower in Texas. Guys, I think Majay's changing his son's diaper on camera. No, I'm just changing my diaper on camera. Oh, okay, because we're doing this over Skype. Uh, <laughs> um, the agency released a request for information this week seeking possible solutions to approximately 300 vultures roosting on the CBP radio tower in Kingsville, Texas. One solution includes netting to deter the birds. Mm, why don't we just... Not and let them do what God wants them to do. I think that should be, we. I believe you're absolutely right because vultures are protected by the Migratory Bird <laughs> Treaty Act, and the USDA notes that they are known for nesting in massive numbers. Uh, the USDA also notes that birds can seriously damage power lines, cause outage, outages, and disrupt communications when they choose to nest on those structures. But you know what? The birds were here first. <laughs> All right. The, fi the final story I think you'll appreciate. A Kansas man has requested that an, <laughs> an Iowa judge grant him a trial by combat so he can engage in a sword fight with his ex-wife and her attorney. Why do you got your kid in the microphone? Oh, no. <laughs> it's kind of cute. 
Yeah, he just walked in here, or he crawled in here, and I don't know. He should walk away, but he's very intrigued. I'm sorry about that. No problem. We're on the last story, and it was funny. Okay. Uh, okay. He's smacking things. Yes. <laughs> David Ostrom, age 40, of uh, Paola, Kansas, said his ex-wife, Bridget Ostrom, age 38, of Harlan, Iowa, and her attorney, Matthew Hudson, have destroyed him legally, according to uh, court filings on January 3rd in the Des, Moines, the Des Moines Register reports. He asked the Iowa District Court to give him 12 weeks to find a katana and wakashi sword for his uh, requested battle. Per the... <laughs> this, to this day, a trial by combat has never been exposed explicitly banned or restricted as a right in the United States. Well, I think I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with him. He needs his goddamn katana because he, excuse, he said he wanted a trial by goddamn combat. They didn't say no. He said it was used as recently as 1818. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. I think that should be a legitimate legitimate thing i think i should have trial by combat for anything that i do in life so if it's sell weed to show my ass i want trial by combat and i get to choose the combat prosper uh david david orstrom said his motion also stemmed from frustrations with hudson who argued that because a duel could end in, in death quote such ramifications likely outweigh those of property and custody issues hmm. it should be noted <laughs> that just because the u.s and Iowa constitutions do not specifically prohibit battle, uh, battling one another with deadly katanas. It does prohibit a court uh, sitting in equity from ordering uh, the same. <laughs> I say let them fight. Yeah, why not? I mean, I wouldn't use katanas, you know, maybe like a kendo stick or just fight till some, someone submits, but, you know. At the same time, man, do what you gotta do, bro. If you're trying to get out of that case, <laughs> pull a katana at your ass, because I would have never thought about that shit. Hey, there's that old saying, it's cheaper to keep her. Speaking of which, speaking of katana, I just thought about something. Nope, oh, I shit. forgot about it already. I was gonna, I had a name for my, I was gonna name my, 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 my rooster razor blade. I was gonna be like, I named my dick and my rooster razor blade, but it's kind of... Then I thought about the movie Seven, so then it kind of ruined, ruined that. How high are you? I'm not that high, but I was just thinking about, you know, you know, you know <laughs> dicks and razor blades, and I was like, oh, I'd call my dick the razor blade, but then I'm like, oh, in Seven, he put a, a dick on his... A razor blade on his dick and had sex with that woman till she died of... Oh, thank... Blood loss from internal injuries. But yeah. anyway, thank you for listening to the Adnap Supervillains podcast. Oh, and then Kevin Spacey's in it. We all know kind of Oh, wow. Yeah, Seven's kind of tainted. Gwyneth Paltrow and Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, gosh. Morgan Freeman cheated on his wife and then he got into a car crash. That's not... Super. That's bad. Oh, no, it, was, it was hilarious. It was like, that's not criminal. It's hilarious. It's like, wait, why did you have your wife's best friend in the car with you, Morgan? Then they got divorced years later. Oh, this, well, this is a terrible end episode. I'm sorry about that. 
Brad Pitt cheated on his wife and left her for, uh, for Angelina Jolie. Wow, seven is just problematic. Be sure to like and rate us on all those things that, that you listen to us on. I guess I could just call my, my, my dick and my rooster with a razor blade. The dick's down. The, the, the cockatana? The cockatana. There it is. The cockatana. There it is. There it is. <laughs> We're sorry. Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. Or did I just give you a, a, an idea for an amazing movie where a man's penis turns into a katana, calling the, himself the cockatana? I'm hot, sir. The name of the episode is going to be cockatana. <laughs>